This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Peak Northwest, an outdoors and travel podcast by the Oregonian and Oregon Live dedicated to the adventure and exploration of our beautiful Pacific Northwest. I'm Jamie Hale. And I'm Vicki Connor. Together, we take you to some of the most beautiful and interesting destinations in our region, discussing where to go, what to do, and places to see. And today, we'll be visiting some beautiful lakes in Oregon, although unlike Crater Lake or Timothy Lake, you might not be familiar with these ones. You know, that's partly because these lakes are hidden away in the forests of Oregon's coast range, and it's partly because they can barely be classified as lakes at all. It might be more accurate to call them like ponds or bogs or marshes. (laughs) Okay, interesting. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So I take it these are not lakes where you could go kayaking or like swimming or fishing? For the most part, that's correct. Uh, The image that comes to mind when you think about like spending a day at the lake, forget about it. That's not what we're doing here. Okay. Okay. So if these lakes (laughs) are not really lakes, what's what's the interest here? Why should people visit? Well, if you allow me to be like cliche for a second, it's really more about the journey, not the destination. So it's about these hikes themselves and, you know, the... The destinations of these lakes, they're not a really stunning natural attraction. It's not like the blue waters and like the sheer cliffs. It's you're hiking to a a, a pond, right? Mm. That's maybe not what people are looking for, but the hikes themselves can be really nice little adventures if you're going to be in the area. Okay. Okay. Well, you've piqued my interest and I... (laughs) 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 And I love a uh, kind of, uh, you know a classic Jamie Hale about the journey, not the destination type of adventure. So that's right. (laughs) uh, Let's get into it a little bit. Um, Whereabouts is this exactly? Okay. So we're, we're headed to the Clatsop state forest. This is um, obviously state owned forest land. It is um, right just off us 26. If you're going between say, you know, Hillsborough and Cannon Beach. So for folks who live in the Portland area, if you're driving out to the Cannon Beach seaside area via US-26, you're driving right past all these trailheads. Roughly, like, how, how long of a drive from Portland would you say it is to, like, the trailhead here? It's usually about an hour or so, depending on, it depends on the trailhead, right? I mean, they're all clustered pretty close to one another, but you're looking at about, like, an hour drive. It's not all the way to the coast, but it is like two thirds of the way there. Okay, cool. So, how many lakes are we talking? Or lakes are ponds and marshes? How many are we talking <laughs> about here? Well, so if you if you look at like the Clatsop State Forests Recreation Guide, there are about four lakes that they mention as like named lakes to go check out, each with its own designated trail. Um, These are recreation areas that are established with trailheads and other amenities. So there's four spots that I went to to check out for this list. Cool. 
And how far are they from one another? They're all pretty close. It's it's to the point where like you if you really wanted to knock them out in a day, it'd be a lot. Um just because there's a lot of hiking involved, but like if you say wanted to set up camp in that area in one of the campgrounds, um you could knock them off in a couple of days um, and just tour around that area. Or maybe one of the best ways to do it is as you're going to the coast, stop off at one of these and as you're on the when you're on the way back, stop off at another one. You can kind of play it like that each time you drive to the coast, pulling over doing one of these little hikes to kill time or to, you know, have another adventure in your road trip. That's a nice way to do it as well. Totally. Okay. So which one should we start off with? You know, I figured let's just go in alphabetical order to be fair to the lakes. Um, But we'll start here at the top with Bloom Lake. That's bloom like a flower. Okay. So this is probably the easiest one to access. So it's actually a really good one. Um, to sort of dip your toes into these little lakes. So if you're driving US 26, um, this isn't going to mean a lot unless you're looking at a map or driving, but it's like between mileposts 24 and 25. There's this really big pullout on the south side of the highway. And if you've driven that, that highway a lot, you know where it is. It's this enormous sort of gravel pullout. And at that pullout, you can see this trailhead sign for the Bloom Lake Trail. Mm-hmm. So um, you can pull over, jump on that trail, and in about 1.2 miles, the trail reaches this little pond, this lake. Um, again, not a lot to write home about the body of water itself. But I remember I hiked there um, in the early spring, I want to say it was a year or two ago. And the mist cutting through the trees was like phenomenal. And it was completely quiet. I think I saw one other pair of hikers out there. Um, but it was just right off the highway. And all of a sudden I was in like the quiet of the forest with like the fog rolling in and this beautiful trees. And I got to that little lake and it was a nice spot to sort of stop and turn around to come back. Mm -hmm. Um, folks who want to do more, you can apparently do a little circumnavigation trail around the lake. I had a hard time finding that trail. Mm -hmm. Um, but it is there if you want to find it. Um, again, this, this is a, a lake that's not suitable for boating it's not stocked with fish so no kayaking here um, no fishing you're not going to catch anything but a whole bunch of grass and you can dip your little toes in this little lake that's right yeah you can wade through sort of the muck and the grassy uh, marshy parts and get your toes in there go for it (laughs) (laughs) so basically from that gravel lot to this lake roughly how far is it that's about 1.2 miles. So you're looking at like in a two and a half mile round trip out to the lake and back. Um, it's uphill to the lake and downhill back. So it's it's a pretty, pretty quick, easy little hike. It's not too bad. Yeah. Doesn't sound like the worst place or thing to do to stop, get out of the car, like stretch your legs. If you are on that road trip to the coast <laughs> or coming back, you know. That's right. Certainly not the worst. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we got Bloom Lake. Um, what, what should we do next? Um, moving down the list, we've got Lost Lake and this is not to be confused with the Lost Lake on Mount Hood. You and I have went up there. We've talked about it. Beautiful place, different Lost Lake. So if you're Googling, make sure to look for Lost Lake in the Clatsop State Forest. Um, if anything on this, on this list constitutes an actual lake, Mm -hmm. this is the one. So not a bog, not a marsh. This is a legitimate lake okay okay so but it's a small lake so it's 14 acres um and all um it is indeed stocked with fish 
and I did see a person kayaking when I was out there. So a bit nicer. So you're going to see more people out there because you can do stuff on it and you can drive right up to it. So you take this sort of back gravel road, takes you right up to this little parking lot and you can, there's a boat launch. There's some trails that go around the lake. Um, I did also, again, have a hard time finding this trail around the lake. Um, but I did kind of wander down to the lake shore and again, caught some really beautiful, like morning mist and light, um, and stood by the lake shore and got some really great pictures. So, um, it's a nice spot. It's a really, really nice spot. Um, but, uh, again, this is a place where you can actually do lake stuff. So less of a hike, more of a day at the lake, but that day sort of entails maybe some shallow water kayaking or some fishing from shore. So uh, folks who are interested in that, this is the lake here for you. And about how far is this in relation to Bloom Lake? So from Bloom Lake, we're looking at about a 30-minute drive. As the crow flies, it's pretty close, but you have to go down 26, down another highway, up a back road. It takes a little bit of windy road navigation to get there, but all mm -hmm. in all, it should be just about 30 minutes or so. Okay. And is this kind of a similar hike about two-ish miles after a loop? Yeah, well, again, you drive right up to the lake, and then once you're there, it should be about, one, yeah, 1.2 miles, again, around the lake. That's the length of it. But you can add to that if you want to pop into these little, you know, um, user-made trails that lead down to the lake. Um, or, you know, honestly, it's just if you don't want to do any hiking, it's a really good spot to just pull off and just do, you know, whatever you want to do at the lake your lake stuff. <laughs> yes. So you saw a kayaker there. Um, was it, did you see many other people other than that kayaker? I saw a kayaker. I saw some people fishing. Um, it seems like that's kind of the thing to do. Uh, the kayaker was, I think, fishing from the kayak. So again, because this is a, a stocked lake and a lot of these lakes mm -hmm. this area aren't, I think this is sort of a go-to local fishing spot for that purpose. So um, if you're looking to avoid people, not the lake for you. If you're looking to do some good fishing, a great spot to pull off. How deep would you say this water would be? Like, would you be able to swim at all or would it just be like up to your knees? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not sure. I try to look this information up. I think it, it's so variable with the rain, the snow melt, the time yeah. of year, all that stuff. Um, but if it's deep enough to kayak, I, I think you can get in there. Mm -hmm. It's again, not like super, super shallow. So I think you could certainly try yeah. it um, and see. <laughs> Summer bucket list right here. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay, cool. So we got Bloom Lake, we got Lost Lake, and which one should we head to next? Next is Soapstone Lake, um, which is just a great name, I think. How do these lakes get these names? I'm not exactly sure. Yeah. Soapstone Lake is a good one. So this is, um, again, pretty close to the same area, um, just a bit farther down US 26 and then off uh, Oregon 53. It's um, a really peaceful site. I love this hike. Mm -hmm. So again, this is a lake that is a bit marshy when you get there, but the hike itself is really, really very lovely. So I did this um, on a winter day coming back from Seaside and just pulled off. I think it was a weekday. And it was really gray. Uh, and I hiked this, this like, you know, very lush forest mm -hmm. um, that got really muddy the closer to the lake I got. And as you sort of get to that, those muddier parts, 
um, the the trail just became sort of swarming with newts. Everywhere I looked, they were just like these little rough-skinned newts crawling across the oh trail and hiding in the brushes and all that uh-huh. stuff, um, which was really cool. So um, it, it made me feel sort of like a little kid again, just like seeing all these newts all over the place and um, just, you know, bending down and watching them and looking at their weird little, you know, newt bodies. <laughs> Uh, it was a really, really cool experience. Um, so this is, uh, again, sort of a, a pretty easy hike. It's not super, um, super crazy. There's some uphill portions, but it's not too bad. Mm-hmm. The whole thing up to and around the lake and back is about 3.2 miles. So um, a bit more of a, of a hike than these other ones we've been talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, but certainly a, an easy side trip you could do with, you know, just about any anyone in your family. Love that. Love that. And so talking about this body of water, how would you describe it compared to Bloom Lake and Lost Lake? It's about the same as Bloom Lake. I mean, it's something that in the rainy season is going to be a little bit more substantial. Mm-hmm. But again, it's not like a whole lake. It's sort of like there's a concentration of, of water um, where like in the mountains you get these flatter areas, right? And so in the rainy season, it just sort of gets very wet. Mm-hmm. And so this is just a, a, an especially wet area. Yeah. <laughs> um, so again, not somewhere you're going to go swimming, not going to go kayaking. You're not going to catch anything in there except newts. Um, if you're into newts, boy, this is a great place for you. Um, if you're trying to do anything else, maybe, maybe not your spot. Yeah. Maybe they should rename it to Newt Lake. Yeah, I think that's a pretty good proposal. Um, soapstone, great name, but Newt Lake, I don't know about any of those. I know, I know. Um, were there any other people there at Soapstone when you were? I, I saw exactly one other person. She had a dog with her. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was, it's always funny to run into someone when you're not expecting to, and it's always kind of delightful. Like, oh, hi. Yeah. Um, it was like we sort of like exchanged just enough pleasantries to like really, you know, be friendly and then went back to like our own little private experience. Yeah. Um, she was going the opposite way in the trail. So we just did a quick little pass. Uh-huh. Um, but she seemed just as delighted to be out there, you know, in that sort of serene place as I did. Um, so again, a really nice spot to stop off the side of the road. If you're looking for just a little escape, you know, or if you can, you want to let the dogs stretch their legs, the kids stretch their yeah. legs, um, a really good spot to do that. Okay, so we have three down and one more to talk about. Yeah, and this is the one I've done most recently. I did this just a few weeks ago. This is a place called Spruce Run Lake. Um, So all these lakes we've talked about have been pretty easy to get to. Spruce Run Lake is not. It is the the, um, outlier here. It is, um, you can hike into it. There's an established trail. Um, It's all good. But it is about 5.6 miles up and back, and it is a pretty steep hike. I call it like a moderately difficult hike. Um, I was definitely feeling it. It goes, it starts off at this campground called the Henry Rearson Spruce Run Campground, and it's uh, run by the Oregon, Oregon Department of Forestry. It's a really nice little campground. They've got some sites that are open year round, some that are seasonal, mm-hmm. some sites that are right up next to this Spruce Run Creek. So a really good spot in the summertime when it's hot, you can maybe dip uh, dip into the creek. Um, and then from that campground, the trail goes mm-hmm. along the creek and then sharply uphill into like the timberland. So there was clearly some logging operations yeah. that happened there, um, which I know not everyone loves hiking through. But one thing that has done is that it's really opened up the views. So as you're hiking these really steep trails, you get these really sweeping views of the Coast Range Mountains um, for 
like half of the, the hike. Ooh. So it's really, really great views. Um, it, it is sort of, it does expose you to the elements a bit more. So like it was pretty chilly when I started, but when I got into that section, I just felt the full brunt of the sun on my face. And if it's windy, you're going to feel that too. Um, and again, passing by a lot of clear, uh, clear cuts and stumps is not everyone's favorite thing to do. Um, but once you get through that, uh, you hike back down into the woods and it leads down to Spruce Run Lake, which again, really marshy, real boggy, just like the couple others we talked about, no fishing, no boating. Um, mm -hmm. And the, the, the trail kind of runs alongside of the lake and ends at this one little spot at the far end of the lake where you can kind of sit in the grass or do whatever. Um, but there's a couple of benches when you get to the lake too that are a really nice spot to sit, take a rest in the in the shade in the forest before hiking back downhill um, to the campground. This one sounds like a cool one. And I not saying that, you know, former logging areas are would be my cup of tea to <laughs> explore, but it sound this sounds like a really fun hike to do if uh I am looking for those fun views and like maybe bring a lunch, eat it by the little marshy area. And yeah, sounds like a good time. Um, was this one very popular or did you see a lot of people when you were on this one? I didn't see anybody at any part of this. I saw one forest ranger in a pickup truck drive by when I was at the trailhead. And that's yeah. it. nobody else there the whole day. It was, I mean, full disclosure, it was like a, a Wednesday in March. Yes. So. <laughs> I mean, yeah. not the popular time, but, um, you know, I, I'd imagine that campground gets a bit busier in the nicer season. Um, but I think the fact this hike is a bit more difficult, that it does lead through some timberlands, um, that the lake isn't that phenomenal. Uh, I think that's going to lead to this not being that popular of a hike, but I, I, I really liked it. Um, I thought it was a really nice, a little, you know, just a little bit of a strenuous experience, so I think it's really good for, you know, folks who want to get back into hiking shape to have something that's like not going to kill you, but it's going to like certainly give you a good workout, um, test your legs. Uh, this is a nice, easy one, um, an hour from Portland. So I, I thought of all of these hikes, this is the one I think I'd recommend the most just for like the sheer natural beauty of it. The views, the, even the forested parts are really peaceful and, and beautiful. Um, so I think this is going to be a really magical spot, especially once you get into the full brunt of spring and summertime, um, it's going to be a really good spot to go check out. Amazing. Um, so we have kind of the four that we just went through. Um, are there any other ones in that area that you did not go to that are possible to hit up or is this mainly it? These are the lakes. These are the lakes, of the class update for us. I mean, obviously there's so much else to hike in this area. Um, if you go check out the Clatsop State Forests um, uh, website, they have a brochure that has like all of the trails in there. Obviously, just head one highway south to Highway 6 um, in the Tillamook State Forest, and you have all the waterfalls we've talked about in the show before, the Wilson River Trail we've talked about here before. Um, there is like so much to do in the coast range, and that's kind of what I'm, I always am trying to hype is like we go from you know, the Willamette Valley to the coast. And it's just sort of, we just drive through the coast range, you get up and over the mountains and that's your day. But like a lot of times I get to the coast and I have like, you know, six hours to kill before checking into my hotel. Um, I end up stuck in, you know, parking traffic in Cannon Beach or trying to find lunch somewhere. But if instead you like pack your lunch, you do a little hike in the coast range. Um, that's an, a great way to spend the afternoon. 
I was actually coming back from the coast uh, yesterday, and as I was coming back and driving through um, Tillamook State Forest, I was kind of like peeking my head in to some of the the pull-offs and the trailheads that normally I just kind of like zoom by and I don't really pay much attention to. I'm like, I wonder what's there. And uh, (laughs) it's something Uh I definitely need to explore. And yeah, especially like when I got to my hotel, I was there a little bit early and uh, I definitely had time to kill. So that's how it starts. That's exactly how I started doing this was like, what? Why are all these little trailheads I keep driving by? I got to do that. And over the years, I just like stopped at one and then another and then another and saw all these little places. That's the thing. I mean, these, these are like these little lakes, for example, are not it's not Timothy Lake. It's not Crater Lake. It's it's not, you know, Lake Billy Chinook. It's not, aren't places where people go to be at a lake, but um, I don't know. I, I, I love exploring these little lesser known trails, um, getting out into nature um, in, in ways that in places that we don't normally go to. Um, there, there's so many spots to check out. And even if they're like not the coolest, most spectacular place, that's okay. Um, because it's still a really cool experience. You might see a newt you didn't know was so cool. Um, or some really beautiful views you didn't know were there. And that's that kind of discovery, I think, is the beauty of this. Absolutely. Maybe you just find beauty in that in that marsh. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Well, folks, go go find the beauty in the marshes or wherever you are looking to find beauty. Um, at, until next time, until we give you more little marshes to discover, you can watch all of our videos on the Oregonians YouTube channel and view all of our travel and outdoors coverage on OregonLive.com travel, as well as HereIsOregon.com. Please leave us a rating or review if you enjoy the show. And if you want to support this podcast and our local journalism, please consider a subscription to Oregon Live. You can find details at OregonLive.com slash pod support. Also, if you're a fan of the show and you're interested in potentially sponsoring it, you can get in touch with our marketing people at advertise at Oregonian.com. This episode of the show was produced by me, Vicki Connor, alongside Jamie Hale. Stay safe and happy travels, everyone. Until next time, we leave you with this 10 seconds of Zen.